generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> you don't know any Black Eyed Peas. Oh, no. <laughs> Taylor took me and it was good. <laughs> Hopefully she's not listening. <laughs> I wouldn't want to have it any other way. I'm addicted and I just can't get enough. 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 I just can't get Welcome back. You were listening to another episode of the Keep the Change podcast. Mikey has been to Singapore of all places. <laughs> and went to the Black Eyed Peas concert in a monsoon. In a monsoon. <laughs> yeah, man. We got smoke day. It was it's a weird place, man. Like 6 a.m. in the morning, 30 degrees. Really? Yeah, hot, humid as fuck. You just walk outside, you're sweating. Like sauna's on. Yeah, yeah. You don't need a sauna there, mate. You'd How be happy good. as living there. Yeah, just shit. Full day sauna. And um, we we're at this at the Formula One race, and they had a Black Eyed Peas concert on, and it was getting to that time in the afternoon, and um, the sort of drizzle started, and everyone's like, "Fuck, that's so nice," you know, like 34 degrees right now. Yeah. Everyone's sweating, and. Like, because it was nice, no one got out their raincoats or umbrellas and shit. And um, next thing you know, place is flooding. <laughs> wow. It so just you comes were... down so heavy, eh? So the the concert was separate to the Formula One? No, nah, it was part of the, like, Singapore put on a show, eh? Yeah. I think there was, there was a whole lot of ones. The ones I can, I didn't go to them all, but I think the ones I can remember, there was like 15 concerts inside the Formula One gates. Wow. So like and that, that's part of, of your ticket? Yeah. So it's like Black Eyed Peas, I think Westlife were there. Shit. Um, Green Day were there. And then a few others that I don't, fuck, I didn't recognise half of them. I barely <laughs> recognised the Black Eyed Peas, to be honest, yeah. mate. But yeah, it was pretty cool, eh? Um, wow. What a so, setup. Yeah, they put on a show, away. Eh? There's, there's not really that much racing. Like, there's a Formula One. Yeah. And then two other support series. And then the rest of it's just a big party. And how long does the Formula One race go for? Uh, it's a it's a two hour time limit. So if they gotcha. don't finish the laps, they hit the limit this time. Yeah. So it's two hours and one lap. Oh really? Yeah. So your final laps when you hit the two hour mark. So sure. yeah, I quite like that as a sport. Only two hours. Yeah. Like, like a sports game, like a rugby game or something. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it was. I was so happy. It's a street circuit. Like for anyone that knows about racing, car racing, like street circuits in Formula One, it can generally be pretty boring, and it wasn't. It was like full of drama and shit. So. It was mean. We had epic seats, got lucky as. I just like clicked a ticket and didn't know where I was sitting and shit. Yeah. Turned up, had epic seats and it all fell into place, mate. But fucking Singapore's an interesting place, eh? Just before we get into that, your boy Maxi Verstappen didn't win, I see. No, he had a shocker of a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, so. They ran out of fuel. Yeah, he ran out of fuel in qualifying, so he wasn't allowed to qualify. Well, he was on the fastest lap. That fucked out. And then he went into the race and 
just had a bit of a mirror. I think he was pushing a bit hard a few times and like car wise and and like sector wise on the laps, he was the fastest car on the track, but he couldn't get through. Made a few yeah. mistakes, locked up, almost biffed it at one point, and yeah, but he'll win the championship next week. Happy days, yeah. Singapore, mate. Tell us about it. Yeah, fuck it. I'm a bit of a weird guy when I go travelling, so I've taken some notes, mate. <laughs> yeah, I see that. You've come in here with notes, and uh, that's when we know it gets serious, when Mikey makes notes. So, I mean, I just went there, right, because I wanted to go to the Formula 1. I didn't know about how it's run, or I've, I've heard that it was expensive, and that they love, well, and they're wealthy, and I all I'd known is their history had been taken from third world to, like, really wealthy. Um, but it's a dictatorship, and fucking rules, mate. Holy shit, Mikey! Mikey doesn't do good with rules. I was about to say, yeah. So it <laughs> how'd was, you find that? It was weird, yeah. And it's and it has a there's parts of it that I really like. So it's it's kind of like a a dictatorship, but it's probably a he's probably a capitalist. Um, but it all trends to me. I reckon it all trends the same way as communism. Like you're still getting told what to do. I couldn't find out more information on this, but there was front page news in the in one of their papers that I was reading in the Seven Eleven that said they're worried about interest rates going up, so people wanting to buy their first homes, you're just you're not allowed to do it for fifteen months. Really? No shit. Wow. Because they're like, we don't want to fuck you up, so they make that decision for you. So you're not allowed to take the risk and have a chance. And oh, just holy like, nah. shit! Yeah, like real, real yeah. buzzy ass rules, <laughs> and like. <laughs> Sure. So what do you, what happens if you're writing loans for the first home buyers? You just well, uh, you're out of the market. I couldn't them. really find any info to say that there was a mortgage broker there. I think it's just banks, but I, gotcha. they might have their own people that do it. But I mean, I was on holiday, so I didn't go too hard. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not too hard. It's probably most people's uh, um, career. Like, it's a, the the most interesting thing for me was when I got there. I was like, "Fuck, we're in like the heart of the city." down in the business district, and the traffic's mean, like it's ripping. Yeah. And everyone's doing 50, 60, some places 80K. And, yeah, the ro- the roads are all, like, four lanes in the heart of the CBD or five lanes or whatever. Um, but I couldn't figure out, so I started asking around, like, how come your traffic's so good and shit? And there's a couple of things going on, so... <laughs> I, love, I love how you're on holiday and you're asking people about the local infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. Go, so on, go on. Yeah. I've talked to multiple people about this, people in businesses and, and Uber drivers and all sorts of stuff. And basically, um, they hate traffic and so they've incentivized it away. So the first thing that happens is um, car tax. So it, it varies, but basically standard car tax is like 100% if you want to buy a new car. Yeah. And then if you want to buy a luxury car, it's like 220%. So so say your car's worth 100K, then there'd be a 100K tax on top of that as well. You or could, could be 220. <laughs> Shit. Up to 220, yeah. Um, and then they also have a um, an entitlement that you have to buy when you buy a car or bid for. So a lot of the time, the, the car dealers, every two months, they release a new amount of entitlements depending how many secondhand cars have been either crashed, written off, or shipped offshore and exported. And they manage the amount of cars on the road. So, like, to me, this is fucking straight communism, but <laughs> it works, so. Yeah. Um, and so you buy the entitlement, but these get bidded by, by car dealers for how much demand they are. And the entitlement lasts for 10 years, so once you've got it, you can have your car for 10 years. But, like, they're 70 grand. 
So if you want to buy a car, your t- your hundred grand car is two twenty plus seventy. So wow. I, I was talking to one of my Uber drivers. Oh, so like, the entitlement seventy k. Yeah, plus gotcha. the, plus the tax on top of the sale price. Oh, so you got to buy the entitlement and to then, give you the right to have the car for yeah, ten years. Yeah. Oh shit, and yeah. then buy the car, then yeah. pay the tax. <laughs> Crazy, eh? <laughs> so I was talking to this Uber driver, and he's in a Prius, and. They're not Priuses like we have here with fucked up dented doors and like <laughs> cracked windscreens and shit. Like they've all got leather and cranking aircon and they play you nice calming tunes and give you a water bottle and shit. Yeah. Um, but I said to him like, what, what does this car cost? Because at home this is 15 grand, you know? And he said, oh, no, nah, it's 150 grand here. Uh, I was like, fe- Singapore dollars. Yeah. And what's a... 80 Singap- cents on the dollar pretty much. Oh, shit. other way around. Yeah, so... So you were getting a dollar, one point two Singapore dollars for each Kiwi? No, 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 no yeah, 80, 80, 80, 80 cents. cents Singapore. Yeah, so yep. basically twenty percent on top Just of that for our for our dollar. Cheap. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, wow. So there's there's that, and then there's other parts of the infrastructure. So you're not allowed to jaywalk. Yeah. And I'd be fucked. <laughs> yeah, man. Like it's really hard not to do. You don't realize. Like mm. I just fucking look. I got taught at school, you know, you look left, look right, fucking off you go. Shake it all about and off you go, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but nah, nah, like, first thing Mikey does, walk across the road, fucking cop whistles. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's, there's cops everywhere just with whistles and stuff ready to find you. Yeah. Um, I think there's like a, like a one, a one strike sort of rule, otherwise you're, you're booked on the next one sort of thing. But because of that, because everyone's so obedient to it and the penalties for it are so high, no one does it, and all the cars can rip around the city at top speed. So, like, the traffic's cranking, mm. and so there's there's not, there's a certain, there's a limited amount of cars on the road, and then also they can do whatever speed they want because there's no danger of a person walking out or, yeah, you know, you drive up Queen Street and every second person's fucking out of their mind, like, <laughs> you know, so quite different. It's true, it's true. Um, I mean, even when you're on a scooter on the footpath. <laughs> yeah, one other thing I noticed there is that there's lots of, lots of booze everywhere, like in vending machines and stuff, and you see people day drinking on the street, just like casually, no one's fucked. Yeah. I didn't see a single drunk person. Really? Yeah. I saw, I did see one single drunk girl, and it was an Aussie girl at the Formula One. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. was it uh, your partner? <laughs> 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 yeah, so, one drunk person, that's yeah, it. Yeah, so they, they, it's just not part of the culture, I guess. Mm. Um, I, I heard that if you do bad shit, basically, you, you will get kicked out. Yeah, well, like, I got on the train... Oh, when you live there, even like if you if you do dumb shit. Oh, really? Yeah, you will you get. Uh, see you later. You'll get the old knock on the door at work, and hey, mate, you can go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I d- I just saw the like the incentive around the dollar signs and stuff. Like I was sitting on this train, underground train system, mate. Fuck, super efficient. Doesn't have any drivers. Just all automatic. Pulls up to the station, knows when to stop. Everything's robotic and AI and shit. You get on it. Yeah, but there's a big red sign on there saying like, "No food, drink, or water." Instant two hundred, two thousand dollar fine. Two thousand for opening a bottle of water. Shit. But like, you could eat your dinner off the floor. Yeah, it's that clean. So, like, I didn't see any rubbish. Yeah. I didn't see any gum. I didn't see no spew on the footpath from the <laughs> night before. Like, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I can see what they're aiming to do. Mm. Um, but I didn't like the control. Um, did you feel like a you were pent up. Well. Or being like molded. The, the other, yeah. Like the, the, you can see the brainwashing has taken place. You know, we walked into a cafe with 100 tables and 30 of them were empty. And the girls like so, they're so brainwashed into systems and processes and rules that 
like I'm looking around being like, oh, can we just grab a table for two? And she's looking at her iPad to see which tables are free. I'm like, there's 30 over there that we could take. <laughs> you know, like yeah. they're so brainwashed they can't even turn around and look. Yeah. They just have to do it through the system because it's, you know, it's the way that they live. Yeah. Um, But like on the flip side of that, a lot of the stuff is so efficient. So efficient, so productive, super high level of service. Um, they're definitely running a two-tier society. Really? Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I'll probably, hopefully the Singaporean government doesn't come over and take me out for this. But take your passport off you. I found out that um, <laughs> they have two different minimum wages. So like hospitality and retail and stuff like that has a minimum wage of 3000 Singapore dollars a month. And if you're in the finance sector, six. Really? No shit. Jesus. <laughs> it's like, it's fucking insane. Yeah. It's like, how is that fucking okay? But when you're shopping, we did a bit of shopping and shit, and, you know, it's quite nice because it's got air conditioning, so it's okay to do it. And um, they follow you around. And I was like, what the fuck is that happening? Cause Who's it, following you around? The, the, when you walk into a shop. Oh, the, the people the, work Yeah, there. they're like, oh, do, constantly asking if you want help. Do you want to try this on? But they're all, they're all on commission. Gotcha. The whole place is on commission. Everything's incentive-based, and it's fucking exceptional. Yeah. Yeah, it, it takes you a while to get used to it. Like, Taylor said to me, she's like, I don't really like it how they follow me around. And I'm like, yeah, but they're fucking, they're hustling. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like it because the overall level of service, I reckon, is a net positive. Um, so that was quite cool. They still have their base salary, but I, I actually took a photo. It was like base salary 3000 Plus, take, would plus just, commissions. Would you take a photo of someone's contract or something? No, nah, there was a f- oh. staff wanted <laughs> sign on the door, and it, they put all the remuneration on the door. Really? Yeah, yeah. you don't have to ring up an ass. It just is what it is. Um, so there's some really weird stuff there. They're fucking super ID heavy. It's like they're fucking tracking you. It's worse than the fucking COVID app here that no one uses. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> honestly, like we went go karting, and they asked for our fucking passport. I'm yeah. like, oh, it, it, we're inside a fucking cage. I'm not going to run away with your go-kart <laughs> and take it to New Zealand. <laughs> Honestly, it was fucking odd. And like, every Do they keep we went, your passport until you're done? No, you just have to write down your, your passport number and shit. Like, yeah. it's real odd. Yeah. Like, I, it, it's a fucking go-kart. Like, it does 50 kilometers an hour. <laughs> what are you going to do? Fucking, oh, it's odd, man. And th- th- they're having a few times. So the, the ID thing was odd. Oh. Um. Uh, I don't even think they know why they do it, to be honest. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm loving this. Um, <laughs> Mikey goes to Singapore. <laughs> but it was How good. How good. Um, so, yeah. Th- the other thing that was exceptional was the feeling of safety. Um, and I noticed it, like, on day two. Straight away, I was like, wow, this place feels really safe. Everyone's quite considerate. Like, you know... Even at the Auckland airport, when you're walking around Kiwis and shit, you know, you're bumping shoulders and stuff. Over there, people are using common sense. Their their eyes are up and you've got a clear way to walk in a busy area. And and just the whole thing started to feel really safe. So I started asking around. Um, and they've... A couple of times I got told that by some local people, like they were proud of it, like they really wanted to tell me, that Singapore is the safest place in the world for women. Oh, really? Yeah. They both said with sarcasm on the back of it, that, but not for men. Oh, really? <laughs> so that was quite funny, but I think it was a bit of a joke. But yeah, yeah, they basically said, like I would have been quite happy to, you know, tell Taylor she could go out at 3 a.m. on her own. 
It was yeah. a really fe- safe feeling. Like I tell her not to drop letters in Massey after five. <laughs> 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 so, you know, like it, that was a nice feeling. So yeah. I did some research and basically like their homicide rate per annum is nine per 100,000 people and ours is 145. Shit. So it's like thousands of percent higher here, mm. like the homicide rate. Um, what did you get up to your holiday, mate? Oh, no, I've just been fucking uh, researching <laughs> the homicide rates, actually. What about you? <laughs> well, because well, we, Taylor did a bit of shopping, I was sitting outside a few shops for a while, you know, so I was being like gotcha. thinking about what happened during the day and I did a bit of searching. It looked like you saw a few Lambos and all sorts of shit as well. Yeah, well, Ferraris. Well, once I found out what they pay for them, I was mind-blowing, eh? Like the big boys are having good time there. Yeah. Um, I couldn't quite find out information on the tax rates. The closest information I got, I mean, I could probably Google it, but basically I said to a couple of Uber drivers, like, what's your income tax rate? And they're like, what's that? So they don't even have it. I think they do, but it's like 1% or 2% or something. Um, and there's only company tax. Oh. Mm. So income tax is like very minimal or nothing. So they all, whatever they earn, they keep pretty much after expenses. Um what else have I got in here? This is interesting. There's no houses. Look at this. Number six in my notes. It says there's no houses. Everyone lives like Luke in an apartment next to their office building. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So it's crazy, eh? Like literally not a house. Shit. So everything's an apartment. Everything. There yeah. isn't a house. I couldn't find one. Do they raise kids in those apartments? Yep. Everything. So th- this is where there's a bit of a two-tier society too. They've got a f- like a version of... Uh, social housing, which is, I guess, for the poor people, or well, it's not really. It's just for the middle class. Um, like the the apartment buildings, if you're, if you can afford it and wealthy, that aren't the government owned. So, owned like call it leasehold. Um, it's like the apartment you live in would be three and a half million, four million dollars, or something stupid. Shit. But the social housing stuff you own it but it's a 99 year lease off the government and it's price fixed basically so you can buy an apartment off the off the government for your whole life and it's 350 grand or something and when you sell it you're only allowed to sell it for five percent more or no matter how long all these kind of rules i think i've read about this yeah yeah so they've got like that whole system but it's really (laughs) it's funny because they say they have like the highest ownership records in the world but really it's just a fucking rent to the government so yeah so um, they've kind of solved a housing problem like they've with communism fi- yeah yeah figured out how to do it <laughs> well yeah but I so mean, they're you not can speculating just, you can just rent as well like yeah um i asked the guy what the rents were and f- for various different sizes of apartments and they were comparable to here so it wasn't expensive to me gotcha um that was the other thing that i noticed quite a bit is i got told a lot how expensive it was going to be and it wasn't I thought everything was just fairly priced. I yeah. didn't think there was... There was a few things that were expensive, but a lot of the stuff was priced in a way that I thought made heaps of sense in my mind. Like, you could buy a bottle of water for 80 cents. It's not fucking six bucks like it is here, you know? Yeah, well, fuck. So, like, it's no... There <laughs> well, was a pump, mate? Yeah, yeah, $6. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so, like, a few things were priced in a way that made heaps of sense in my mind. Um what about, did you have buy, buy any beers at the old uh, Formula One? No, nah, I didn't even drink the whole trip. Not oh, even, really? Not even one, no. Nah. Shit. I was just full noise, eh? Like, yeah, good obviously, effort. mate, to fit all the study in and have holidays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got so, me dragging. Um, what have we got here? There's another couple of bits. 
just whilst you're on that looking um I remember getting taught if you're in a crowded environment and you don't want to bump into people or you don't want people to bump into you, you walk and don't make any eye contact and you just walk in the direction you're going and because people look at people's eyes to see where they're going. Mm. So if you're if there's like heaps of people around, you basically just look like dead set where you're going and then people will just get out of your way because they're looking at your eyes to figure out where you're going. And that's where you think about it. When you're walking towards someone and you lock eyes and you step both step to the left and you both step to the right, if you don't look at their eyes and you basically look at exactly where they're going, they'll get the fuck out of your way. Interesting. Pro yeah, pro yeah. hack. Well, maybe, yeah, all and the like Singaporeans said, are all looking up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Kiwis were like, oh, we'll like look at each other awkwardly and then like look down like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It's... um The Johnson step left and right. I think there's a few... Like, I really like the safety. I really like the efficiency and the productivity through the roof. Um, it's not... It's... Certainly not frowned upon there to be wealthy. It's supported. Like you can see that, like everything's incentive based over there, um, which is a weird combo because of the rules. Like I can't get my head around the fucking communistic rules that they have, but then the, also the capitalism at the same time. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. And they've just they're just miles ahead and stuff. Like everything cleaning the footpaths is a robot. You know the trains don't have drivers. I wouldn't be surprised if there's buses coming that don't have drivers. Um, it it just makes New Zealand feel like it's in the seventies, eh? So, and in the I think not because of that much of the technology and stuff, but just because of the attitude. Mm. Um, did you did you pick up anything where you thought shit? I could add that into my life to be more productive or more efficient or processes for business or anything like that. Yeah, nothing nothing opens till ten a.m. But then it it wouldn't surprise you if you saw a plumber hanging on the side of a building fixing the gutters at 10 p.m. Oh yeah, which I I kind of like. Like I used to be a night owl, and now I've moved on purpose to early morning. Um, but I quite like that. Like it was quite nice getting up and like there's nothing to do and on when you're on holiday. Like so it worked for me because I was doing emails and shit. <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> yeah. on holiday doing emails. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think the. I like the incentive of everyone in retail and, and hospital and stuff having commission-based stuff because the service is exceptional. The The detail um, in service is so far ahead from here. Um, like, we, we're in a restaurant and, you know, they sort of ask you if your seat's comfortable, you know. I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's a whole vibe they've got. It just feels nice because everyone wants to do stuff yeah, all the time. Like, so is, is everyone on some sort of incentive-based income? Most of the people that I talk to, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just okay. So, like, hospital, I, retail, like everywhere you went. Yeah, yeah. It just every like staff wanted to sign or question I asked. It was like part of it. Yeah. So I imagine there probably are places that aren't incentive-based. Um, Did you see Christian Horner? Only on the screen in front of our seats. Gotcha. Good-looking guy. Yeah, well, he's he's. Married to a Spice Girl, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I she's thought that was made up when I saw that TV she's show. She's a little baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, she's fucking hilarious, actually. <laughs> she winds them up. It's quite good. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I thought, gee, it's a bit of a perfect life when I started watching that Drive to Survive show. Yeah, I'd say those guys, like Christian Horner, who's the team boss at Red Bull, and Toto Wolf, who's the team boss at Mercedes, they, they have, like, a rivalry, obviously, being opposing teams, but, fuck, they would have... Some pressure on their shoulders, mate. Yeah, I'd say so. You know, 
if I could start life again and I wasn't allowed to be self-employed, I'd go down that road. Into, What's that? Into yeah. high-performance team management, yeah. I reckon. Like, And I'm not talking about like, it would have to be something like Formula One for me because I like cars and stuff. But their, their engineering and data engineering and um, strategy management, um, planning for the next year, like the, the amount of moving parts that's going on in Formula One so fucking cool and so next level mm. it's fuck it makes me horny eh? like it's so cool <laughs> like shit they've got a lot going on and they just have to and like one little mistake fucks it up for them yeah so there's no allowance for being shit like Ferrari which is the most successful team in the sport this year has fucked up some strategy mistakes and it's cost them everything like they know it that like they people laugh now and like make jokes online and shit about, you know, Ferrari can't fucking, they'll put wet tyres on a dry dry day and shit like that, you know, like because they've just made some terrible mistakes. Yeah. Um, and it, every little th- mistake that you make gets exposed. It's a really interesting sport outside of just watching cars go around in a fucking circle. Yeah, for two hours. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. What um, what did a ticket cost? Um, I think it was about four grand US for two of us. Shit. Yeah. yeah. It was an expensive trip in terms of getting their accommodation yeah, where Getting did you there. stay? Did uh, you go to Sentosa Island? Yeah, we went to Sentosa, went to Universal and did some roller coasters. And, mate, they've got this fucking cable car there, you know, like a gondola that goes up the hill in Rotorua for the luge. Except it's like 15 kilometres long. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so you just get in line and you think you're like, oh, I'm going on a little fucking gondola ride. But nah, it feels like you're about to drop off a cliff. It's horrible. And you went to the zoo? Went to the zoo, did that. Their zoo's fucking. Out the gate, like, we walked in and Taylor said to me, like, can't the monkeys just walk out? And, like, yeah, it's because they're backing onto a rainforest, so... Like, even the monkeys are under yeah, under the spell. They know that they can't. They should be obedient to yeah, do what they're told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're just there for the food, you know, so... But it's pretty interesting. Like, at, le- at least half of the zoo could just walk away. Yeah. But they're there because they're getting looked after and stuff. You know, it's quite interesting. Um, the the Probably the biggest thing I noticed about the city is the heaviness of greenery there must be some sort of rule there that if you're going to build some form of infrastructure you have to have a certain amount of trees planted yeah and it's actually i fuck i'm not a greeny boy eh but it's quite nice yeah you know and like every every block road street buildings have like gr- like green stuff growing out of the roofs and shit it's quite cool <laughs> Green stuff growing yeah, out of yeah. the roofs and shit. Yeah. I've seen some of those those massive things that they, they go up and go out and they're all just... Oh, that's the botanical gardens and fuck around with that, mate. That's boring <laughs> shit. Sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's, that's about my Singapore knowledge. Yeah, but well, um, the the <laughs> I reckon from looking at it, I reckon one of the hardest jobs in the world would be designing an apartment building that doesn't age. You can see there's like certain types of apartment buildings that have gone up there over the last 10 years and some of them look brand new in terms of their design and some of them look fucking terrible. Like if we look out this window here, how many of those look like they were built in fucking 1800s? 96% of them? Yeah. And there's every now and then you'll see, like that one over there looks all right, but it's like built old from the beginning. Yeah. They got, and so it's aged okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. So yep, I reckon like they've, you can see them trying to convert to that kind of stuff. They've got some... Anything that's built like, oh, this is the latest and modern always ends up looking old and fucked in like 10 years, I reckon. <laughs> um, so yeah, trying to stay like keeping up with the Joneses. Mm, construction's insane over there. Is it? 
Yeah, I was surprised when I was seeing like the first home buyer thing. They can't buy a house for 15 months because they're worried about interest rates rising and there's like 15 skyscrapers being built. Shit. Yeah. So they'll fill the supply and they'll be... Yeah, I don't know yeah. how the fuck it works, but... What was what were interest rates, do you know? They've. I tried to figure it out and I talked to... I ended up talking to a guy who was shilling cr- a credit card in the mall. This was the only closest guy I could find to a loan officer. <laughs> so I talked to him and he was like, I said, oh, do you know about mortgages? And he's like, oh, you want a credit card? <laughs> and, uh, do you know anything about mortgages? And it sounds like... They have their base rate, which is like our OCR, and you can take a fixed rate based on that lending for a few years, and then you're forced to go on variable after that. Gotcha. Which is kind of like the loans in America before 08. Not yeah. the subprime stuff, but the variable rate stuff. Because so in America, you can take a loan out over 30 years. Eh? Fixed. Yeah, fixed 30 years. Before, there was a thing where you could get these really low rates for the first like three years. And then when the fixed rate ended, you'd go into the variable, but the underlying interest rate was rising while you're on the low fixed rate, so the jump was so big, which put everyone into default. Gotcha. So it sounds like that's what they've got in Singapore. Yeah. So like their base rate's one point seven five at the moment, so a lot lower than our. Our one went to three point five today. It did. Um, and then you can take a fixed rate, which will have like a margin on it of one percent. So they might have like a a two point seven five percent mortgage right now for the first three years. But what they're worried about is that variable rate kicking in in three years and then you having to take that massive jump. So what this what this credit card guy told me is that a lot of people after three years just go and refinance and you can get a new fixed rate because the same bank won't give you a fixed rate again, um, which is interesting. And then you so you go to your new bank, move all your lending to the new bank, then you can get a fixed rate again. But because the Singapore Reserve Bank or, you know, whoever, whoever yep. the base rate has gone up, they're saying that even the fixed rates are going to be much higher, so the jump just from fixed rate to fixed rate is going to be massive. Shit. Yeah, so it's, yeah, interesting. Different loans, different system. Um, I'd say the car lending sector over there would be a bit of me, eh? If cars are fucking 400 grand and shit, <laughs> I'd be into that. I asked the Uber drivers their car finance. He's like, yeah, it's about 6%. 6% for the yeah. car. Yeah, okay. So, and they do it all on luxury cars and stuff. So all of those cars I was looking at, Lambos and Ferraris and stuff, they could be on tick. On tick, yeah. Are, are these more notes or what's these notes over here? Different different Dif- pod, mate. Sorry, mate, sorry. We're going to do a pod on breaking society's rules. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he goes to Singapore and comes back with a note of breaking society's rules. Well, the things I'm picking up here, mate, are you've gone on holiday. Uh, you've studied the country. You've actually worked uh, whilst everyone isn't working. Uh, you've analysed the homicide rates and a number <laughs> of other things. Uh, you didn't have a single beer. You walked a half marathon a week. And you ensured that the orang- a, day. a day, sorry, and you ensured that the orangutans were doing their bit by staying inside the zoo when they could just <laughs> fuck off whenever summary, they want. Mate. We could have just started with that. That's pretty much it. Singapore, eh? What yeah. a spot. Well, I tell you what, mate. I, I uh, I'm keen to go. It sounds outstanding. Yeah, would you I go think, again? I think if I was going to recommend anyone, I'd say a week is maximum. I've heard um, that. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't really need to do it. Like you, you can do everything in a week. I added the Formula One into there, and. Like, I probably don't need to go back now unless I went back for the Formula One. So we'll go to Japan next year. Ladies and gentlemen, no bloody jaywalking. That's it. I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. Honey got me running like I'm Flojo. Signs a name on my heart with an XO. Love so sweet, got me vexed though. I want to wish it right back like presto, yes. Meantime, I'll wait for the next time.